I greet you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious name of Jesus, the Son of David, the Son of God, by the grace of the only true and living God, whom we call Father by predestinated adoption of children to himself. What a privilege it is to be in the house of the Lord. Take your Bibles and open to Psalm 19. Psalm 19, we want to think for a few minutes about the fact that we are Bible Christians. We are Bible Christians. Which is the chicken and which is the egg? The Bible is the chicken, and being a Christian is the egg. We would not know about Jesus Christ if it were not for the Bible. You can't learn about Jesus Christ looking at the stars through a telescope or cells through a microscope or your baby's eyelashes or the budding of a rose. It's got to be by revelation, and that revelation is by the Word of God. Jesus said, Search the Scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. We are Christians because of the Bible. But then, once the Bible comes to us and shows us that it's a supernatural book and that God sent His Son into this world, and we choose to become a Christian and follow the one that the Bible's about, then the Bible tells us that we ought to be reading it and studying it. So it becomes a wonderful circle. That we start with the Bible, we progress to confess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, are baptized in His name, and then read the Bible more to find out all things whatsoever He has commanded us. And that is, we're Bible Christians, and we, want, we never want to be ashamed of that. The Bible says about itself, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. The Bible says about itself through the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And every word of God includes the 1,282 verses of the book of Isaiah. In Psalm 19, the Bible has some things to say about itself, beginning at verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Those six statements are all about the Bible. It's just that God calls the Bible here, His law, His testimony, His statutes, commandment, fear, and judgments. But it's about the Bible. And then in verse 10, More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. And I hope that is our heart's attitude today about the Bible, including the book of Isaiah, that we will consider it more valuable than gold, yea, even more valuable than much fine gold, 24-carat stuff, 99% pure, and that we will consider it sweet to our taste and be excited about it. As we embrace and consider the chapters of Isaiah that the Lord has led us through, in verse 11, Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Please turn in your 
Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 15. Jeremiah 15. You know, when I look at Psalm 19, where we just were, I'm asking you to turn to Jeremiah 15. I read it this week. Isaiah is perfect, converting the soul. Isaiah is sure, making wise the simple. Isaiah is right, rejoicing the heart. Isaiah is pure, enlightening the eyes. Isaiah is clean, enduring forever. Isaiah is true and righteous altogether. And it should be valuable to us, like gold. It should be precious to us and pleasurable to us, like honey. And there's reward in keeping it. And by it we get warned, and we'll get warned today. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, the job description of a New Testament minister, preach the word. Today isn't necessarily my favorite way of preaching, though I don't mind it, because I'll do whatever it takes to try to make it as easy for you as possible to review so much material in a short period of time. But I will preach the word to you. Jeremiah 15, some very interesting verses. And we don't have, I just want to get one of them, but I'm going to read three. And it's the middle one that I want. Jeremiah 15, 15. Jeremiah was persecuted by the nation of Israel, persecuted by the rulers of Israel, persecuted by the king, his counselors, the priests. They all rejected Jeremiah and his word of warning that Nebuchadnezzar was going to burn that city to the ground. They persecuted him. Jeremiah 15, 15. O Lord, thou knowest, remember me and visit me and revenge me of my persecutors. Take me not away in thy long suffering. Know that for thy sake I have suffered rebuke. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. I sat not in the assembly of the mockers, nor rejoiced. I sat alone because of thy hand, for thou hast filled me with indignation. He had a message of condemnation for the nation of Israel. He was filled with indignation. He was not part of them. They hated him, and he basically hated them. And there was such a conflict in the nation of Israel because of their sins and their unwillingness to hear the word of God that they could have repented and preserved their tranquility a little bit. But notice him in the midst of it. And here's the point I want to make. Here's what I'm driving for. The Bible is not politically correct today. And those who follow the Bible will not be politically correct today. We'll be like Jeremiah if we stand for the Bible. The Bible is not intellectually correct. The Bible is not socially correct in the world's view. It's not morally correct. It's not religiously correct. They think the Bible is an outdated book for Neanderthal cavemen that live by the law of club and fang. Jeremiah thought that he was living by the law of club and fang in, in Israel. But the Bible is not correct. And if we stand for it, we will not be considered correct. We will be considered an anomaly. But let's stand for the Bible. Because the Bible is the words of the living God to us. 
Preach the word is what ministers are supposed to do. The Bible's been inspired by heaven. It's full of rewards. It's perfect and sure and lasting. It's everything that we would want. It tells us about the Son of David and the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what we get to do today. It's a valuable process. It's a valuable exercise, and it should be a pleasant exercise. I'm going to do the best I can. I've prepared the best I know how, and I hope that it will be meaningful to you. And let's celebrate and rejoice in the words of the living God that he's given to us and the understanding that he's given to us of so much of it. All glory to God. Oh, let's not be politically correct. Let's be divinely correct. Let's be correct in the sight of God in heaven and the watchers that are part of this assembly today. You just can't see them. These empty chairs were left for our watchers that are here. That's the angels of the living God that are among us. And we are going to preach the gospel that was designed for us and not for them except a desire to look into these things. But we appreciate you, angels. We appreciate all that you do for us by direction from the Most High God, our Father in heaven. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, we bless and we praise thee. There is no God like unto thee. To whom shall we liken thee? There is nothing in heaven or in earth or the sea that can be compared to thee. Lord, we bless thy infinite, thy infinite character traits of holiness. We thank thee that this day we can worship thee in the beauty of holiness, and there is none holy as the Lord. Thou art our thrice holy God, and we worship thee. We thank thee that thou art omnipotent, and there is no other power. Thou art the blessed and only potentate. We thank thee for thy omniscience. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. All the treasures of wisdom are hid in thee, the, our Father and thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee that thou art eternal, the infinite I am that I am, unoriginated entirely in your person, character, and nation. Thou art God from everlasting to everlasting. Yea, even before the hills were brought forth by your creative power. We thank thee for the gift of thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has saved us. And yea, all the promises of thee in him are yea, and in him, amen, amen. to thy glory by the preaching of thy word. Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us this day, forgiving us our sins, cleansing us from all unrighteousness, and granting us as we have already prayed as men this morning, a greater portion of thy spirit, that by thy spirit and by thy word, our souls will be fed, our spirits enlivened, our minds instructed, and our feet given their marching orders and that we will follow hard after thee because of this day. O oh Lord, have mercy upon us. We are weak, we are foolish, but we are saved by thy grace and the blood of thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that our standing in him is completely complete. 
It is perfectly perfect. And we thank thee for that. Oh, Lord, be with us now. Bless our singing. Bless the psalm. Bless everything that we do, that it will be profitable for our souls and pleasing in thy sight. What we ask for ourselves, we ask the same for every sincere congregation of saints throughout the world and for every one of your scattered sheep that may be by themselves this day. Draw nigh to them and bless them with the same blessings that we have asked for ourselves. Now be with us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' glorious name, amen.